0: Join me, Christine Weinbrenner-Eyrick, for soulful conversations with my community of travelers exploring the heart, the mind, and the globe. We might all agree that we are missing travel right now. These conversations highlight what tourism really means for the world. Soul of Travel honors the passion and dedication of the people making a positive impact in tourism. In each episode, you'll hear the story of industry professionals and seasoned travelers who know travel is more than a vacation. It is an opportunity for personal awareness and it is a vehicle for change. We are thought leaders, action takers, and heart-centered change makers. This is the soul of travel. In my conversation with Jackie Roby, chief excellence officer at inspired journey consulting she shares why our own healing journey is so important and how her journey overcoming depression showed her the healing power of travel this experience also set her on the career path to amplify the work being done in this segment of wellness travel we talk about embracing the imperfection in travel and in life and how wellness travel not only heals you, but ripples out to create changes in the lives of the people around you. She also paints a picture of her hope for travel in the future, and it is beautiful. Join me now for my conversation with Jackie Roby. good morning and welcome to soul of travel voices of women i'm really excited to be here today with jackie robey with uh inspire journey consulting and uh, jackie and i met through the transformational travel council um, travel designers program that we were doing. And so right in, right away, I knew that we had like minds and like hearts and then reached out to her to just see what else we connected on. And we had a great conversation. And it started, I, if I recall, with me being pretty spacey and then crying because I had just finished a really powerful meditation and yoga practice and then being so grateful for connecting with a person that that didn't phase in the least and like actually added to the value of our conversation. So right away that sets the stage for... uh, I think where we where we stand and where this conversation might go, but Jackie, I'm going to give you a moment to just introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about Inspire Journey Consulting and the work you do.
1: Christine, thank you so much. I didn't consider you spacey at all, um, and I thought your tears were beautiful. So, um, hello everybody. Uh, my name is Jackie Roby. I am the Chief Excellence Officer of Inspire Journey Consulting. So I spent 18 years in sales for the travel and hospitality space and when I was introduced to wellness travel and healing travel I just saw such a beautiful opportunity to be part of a community that fit my soul and my lifestyle so I decided to take my superpowers and use them for good in this space Um, so I am a sales strategist for wellness travel businesses And I also work as a diversity, equity, inclusion consultant for the travel industry. Because for me, um, wellness and healing cannot happen when the abuse of oppression is going on.
0: I'm already so happy. Where do we go from there? Um, Well, (laughs) one, I would love to honor the fact that you are living so aligned with who you are and I think that's something that really inspires and resonates with people who are listening to this conversation is um, I feel like so many of the people I connect with have so many things that they're passionate about and they weave them together into these beautiful creations where they really are utilizing all of their superpowers as you mentioned. So I think that's inspiring because a lot of times people are sitting in that space seeking who they are and how they want to move forward in the world. And they, they've they come up, up against that wall where they know they're no longer pursuing their actual dreams. They're just chasing some kind of false dream. And we sit and we look at all these things we love and and we think, well, these are either just my passions or my hobbies. They can't be blended together. And I'm always fascinated to see how all of these seemingly disconnected things become so very connected and really make sense. And then it, it becomes so obvious. And so I think that's a little bit of magic. And um I also uh, really celebrate and agree with um the conversation of inclusion and travel. And I know for me um much about of why I set out for to travel is because I really wanted to connect and authentically understand um by witnessing someone else's life and their experience and just sharing it with them and not setting out to change or improve or you know necessarily but just to like share and and enjoy and connect and understand and so i think um we would be remiss to have the conversation conversation of travel without that element i just think it, it has to happen or we're missing the whole purpose of travel, so um, again, like maybe that seems like it wouldn't fit, but it totally fits, and I love it so much so um, well i, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I would love to talk a little bit about um, you you kind of briefly mentioned how you how you got into travel, but for people that don't really understand how travel and wellness blend together and how they complement and support one another, can you give us a background of how you see that working together?
1: Sure, so um, it really comes in many different facets. Uh, There is official wellness and healing travel, and when they say that, um, it can can look like many different suppliers. I'm specifically really referencing resorts um, that cater to this. Right. And there's also travel advisors and uh, yourself who do this as well. So it is really focusing on the mind, body, and spirit. There is um, a purpose behind the trip itself that really ties into transformational travel, too. It is going in with an intent. Now, so much of wellness and healing is focused on looking within. And once you're, you know, working on all of that within, then you can go with it, right go outside and uh, support the community outside of you. A lot of uh, different elements of wellness travel, you'll see things like detoxing and weight loss and, and what have you and that is absolutely part of it. And people you know do go with that intent. Uh, for myself, I really connected with more of a, a soul and emotional growth. I can tell you that for many of uh, key properties that are healing, Even if you are working on a detox, you are still managing to work with detoxing your your mind and your heart, too. So it's going with the intention, going with um, to a specific place that has healing modalities aligned for your purpose. And that's curating that ahead of time or when you're there and talking through it. Um, It can look like... uh, you know, infrared sauna treatments and Reiki, which you know opens up your uh, your chakras and and helps for balancing and healing in that way. Um, it can also look like uh, EMDR sessions, a series of EMDR sessions during your your stay, as well as yoga and meditation. And these are just tiny, tiny, tiny examples of what's even available. I spent so much time in the luxury space and lifestyle space of um, hospitality that is. Phenomenal, you know, don't get me wrong. I would strut my heels down those halls, you know, <laughs> the best of them. Um, but to know that this bigger purpose is available in travel, um, that just, it changed me. I, I love where you started with
0: um, a detox and maybe you're going somewhere and they, you're just going there because they offer like, clean eating option and a detox, packs, detox package. And it just sounds intriguing. Um, and for people maybe just entering this space of awareness and healing. Um, I think the thing that's amazing once you get further down is you realize that you just thought, like you said, you just thought you were eating healthy for a week or doing a movement practice, even though you didn't really know what it was about, but the work is happening for you. And then if you keep pursuing it, then you can recognize where it started back when you didn't even necessarily know what you were doing. And, um, so I think that's really important about a lot of these concepts of, um, of healing and, uh, wellness travel. Sometimes people think they're not ready for it, I guess is where I'm headed. And so they might be afraid to jump in. And I think it is really important to know that those experiences are available for every person, wherever they're at, what level they're looking for healing and growth. And, um, and, and maybe when they don't even know what's happening. So that's even, I think more magical. And, um, I think like you said, uh, having really rich travel experiences once you've experienced them there's kind of no looking back because it is so profound and it really just changes what you want out of travel and that's what i would love to highlight for people because i do think a lot of consumers looking to travel don't understand what is available to them And so making that more a part of the everyday conversation, I actually was at an event once and someone said, Oh, you, are you in wellness travel? And I'm like, am I, is that a thing? I didn't even know. And that is what I was doing. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a hat I could be wearing. And so, um, and I've been in the industry for uh, like almost 20 years and I just hadn't heard someone label something that way. And so I think these conversations are really important for creating awareness, letting people know what's out there, letting people know what they can expect um, from travel and what it can give them. Um, I'm wondering if you might share. um, I I know that all of the people who I connect with in this space have had a really impactful experience. That's what has led them to pursue this path, to share it with people because we know ourselves how powerful this work can be and we come at it from our heart. And I also know that it just gives us joy to open that door for someone. So I would love to understand if you're willing to share, what was that
1: catalyst for you to to go down this path? Um, I would say I actually found it a little bit backwards. Um, so I, in 2007, I fell into a really deep depression, and it changed me. Um, coming, overcoming the depth of of how dark everything was, um, making my way back to something brighter and learning how to manage that. It was really scary, it was really lonely, and I didn't need to get to that point, And I didn't know that. And I didn't need to struggle as much. So, you know, I spent a decade or more learning and researching and healing and 14 years in therapy and um, which I love my therapist. So I fully support it. Um, but when I had my, when I first was introduced to the idea of wellness travel, I was like, oh my goodness, this sounds great. That's something I definitely want to do. And I went to Canyon Ranch. Um, I spent some time there. I really just took it all in. I did so many different sessions and I worked with, you know, um, somebody to do life mapping and I did do EMDR. I I did all these classes. And I left just feeling equipped um, in a way that I, I didn't know was possible when I was traveling and staying somewhere. I really felt like I could be a better me. I was on this, you know, this high of life and excited for my future. And the more that I learned, the more I saw that the tools that I had been searching for for over a decade were there with experts to give me. Um, You know, I, I could be somewhere for the minimum of three days and learn so much that I, all that time I gathered. So I thought to myself, this is something that I'd want to help people find. Um, I want to help amplify the voices of wellness travel businesses because they do such beautiful work. Um, And then learning about transformational travel I felt like I was so in line with everything that the TTC was doing. And then as I became part of a designer program and I learned and I thought I have a lot to learn about me and I do a lot of work. (laughs) So if I have a lot to learn, you know, imagine what else could be out there. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to educate on and and, um, help people to create a better world and very kumbaya in that way. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. thank, you. I'm, thank you. I mean, me too. So, <laughs> we all, I mean, I feel like that's what we all wish for maybe. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing your story and, and letting us know that that is what led you down this path. And I think it, it's important. Like I said, it's once you've Felt it deep in your bones, like it. It just can't. You. You can't. Again, you can't look back. Like it. And it, it feels so good that you do wish it for everyone. And you just. You want to showcase the people that are working in that way. So thank you for, for doing that and for seeing that as an opportunity, not just professionally, but to really create impactful work. Um. I also really loved um, that you talked about doing something in three days, and it seems like again, if you're maybe looking at this from a a perspective that you're not really aware of what might happen in three days, that could be so impactful. Um, I think the aspect of travel does a lot for you in and of itself and being removed from your daily life. And I don't know if you would agree with that, but I think you could do a year of work or you can go somewhere for three days or 10 days and get a year of work. And it's because of the way that container is created for you when you're traveling, and if you would want to build
1: upon that, absolutely, it is such a huge difference. So a big part of it is getting out of your space, right, um, and being in a, a travel space. All of a sudden, you kind of you kind of shed that skin, right, that you have in your everyday bustle, right, and you you get into this place of excitement and openness, Um, whether you're doing this individually or with a group. And I think oftentimes a group when you're with people who you don't know, uh, it's a little bit more freeing. And I would originally have found that really intimidating, but it, it creates such a beautiful connection and opportunity. So, and having these experts there to, to craft this experience, you know, this, this series of, of work that really just leaves you open to, you know, future of, of a healed self or a better self or an enlightened self, um, that's a gift. And, you know, the big piece of it is recognizing that it's not all done in three days, right? It's, but it gives you what you need to move forward right? We can always be a better version of ourselves each day. So, you know, during this um, during this time, I'm, I'm a firm believer in staycations. So we are, uh, my husband and I live in Boston, and our daughter, and we do random overnights at hotels. For us, that has worked really nicely. Um, we try different neighborhoods that we want to live in, and own those spaces there so we can walk around those those places. We bring our, you know, we all have our laptops. We're working. She's she's schooling. And we're keeping our inspiration alive. We're keeping our meditation practice up. Um, we're being inspired.
0: Um, it, it is amazing. And there's two things in there that I'd like to to talk more about. Um, about when you travel, even like you said, even if you went and stayed in a hotel across town, you're experiencing something in a different way and it opens something up within us. And the other thing that I had been thinking about before all of the, all of lockdowns happened and we stopped traveling was how we could more intentionally bring what I'm kind of playing with the idea of the art of travel into our lives and how we are often someone else when we travel and it gives us this great opportunity to kind of play with parts of ourselves that we don't access when we're in our, on our real life. And, um, and then we, maybe we do things we wouldn't do in our everyday. So if you can combine that staycation mentality and that art of travel into your daily life, um, what could, what could that unfold for you and what could that bring into your life? So, um, I, I I don't know what, how do you feel? What does that, does that inspire you or get you excited about, about that practice?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the things that, um, I have really taken to in, um, transformational travel and healing travel is setting an intention. So even if it's in, just an experience, uh, a phone call, a um, a chance to do a virtual webinar and learn some, you know, learn something, you know, cooking or, or uh, seeing you know, a tour of Peru or what have you, um, going in and saying, what do I want from this experience, right? Setting that intention around it, being open, um, I also try to let go of, you know, realize what do I need negative emotions do I need to let go of in order to achieve this? Right. And and how do I want to leave feeling? What am I looking for? And I started doing that with my husband. <laughs> so he he gets to join the journey and I write it down uh, so it holds accountable. So then after whatever we're doing, we can look at it and you know, really see that we've accomplished this. And that that's the thing is that's that intention, that reminder, instead of, you know, I think it's really easy for our mindsets to constantly move to that negativity. Um, and this, this helps that way that shows that whatever space we go into, um, traveling locally, neighborhood, room to room, (laughs) Right. whatever that might be, or <laughs> right. um, we're doing it in a way that means something.
0: Yeah. I love, am like, Oh, I love the idea. Let's do our room to room tours, um, which <laughs> felt like definitely a moment in time where that felt like the biggest journey of all. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even know <laughs> if I can will myself to take that trip. Um, <laughs> but the setting your intention and, and then reflecting because the two have to go Hand in hand, or they're not as valuable, and so I love that you were showcasing both of those aspects. And, um, and then that, and then I was thinking that really could go into anything. Like for me, for soul of travel, I really miss connecting with people. That is a huge part of travel, and, um, then also connecting with people who just like light me up because we have shared loves and interests. And, you know, I find that everywhere when I travel, but I don't always look for it every day. And so this has allowed me to reach out to you and say, you know, I'm just really passionate about this, you know, join me. And I wouldn't have done that without this moment in time. And I wouldn't have had that intention. And so that is kind of an element of travel that I've brought into my life. And, um, And then I was thinking even, you know, going to the store instead of for me right now, that can start to cause panic and anxiety because I just went the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm noticing things are disappearing off the shelves again. And I'm like, my intention is to get nutritious food for my family for the week and know that we're going to be taken care of. And, you know, just like not letting some of those things overcome and so then i feel like those are elements of those practices like once we start to get in that habit of thinking that way it can show up anywhere and so i think that's really valuable
1: absolutely i mean it's the same with that feeling of gratitude right that you're you're there and you can say i'm you know i'm here for red peppers and they have red peppers that's so great and if they don't saying i'm here for red peppers but what's an alternative that I didn't think would be even better for this recipe? Who knows? Um, You know, right. Finding that, that perspective. uh, And I thought what was really interesting for me that I became reflective on was I find gratitude in my day, daily life. um, But being so focused in my previous roles in luxury, I wasn't finding gratitude in travel. So um, I would I would look for or focus on imperfections, and that's uh, that's not who I want to be, how I want to live, or you know that that brings a disservice to travel in the first place and all of the work and everything that goes into it. So um, I'm grateful to have that knowledge and mindfulness and to be able to make that shift for myself and for my family.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I I remember having the opportunity to travel to some pretty extravagant properties doing consulting projects and just thinking, I I mean, I couldn't even really believe what I was seeing had been created. and And then because I was there with all of these people who are assessing it for programs and everything, like they immediately started tearing the beauty apart. And I'm like, are you' kidding me! Look at that! Like, just that should be enough. That once we came here, we would just be like in awe. Like, that's all I needed was that moment of awe. And then you just like squashed it because my awe was like slightly tweaked or something. <laughs> and um, so I I've had that moment uh, as well. And and I agree. Like, I I mean, travel is kind of about unwrapping the beauty of the world and there's imperfections. And I think it helps you to embrace the beauty of imperfection. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of the magic in that lesson. And that was one thing I was just sharing about actually doing this interview series. And someone was like, well, you know, what software, what's your editing, what's your this? And I was like, you know what, I released perfection with this project. Like, I just wanted it to happen so badly. And I always have." Uh, you know, analysis paralysis. And I normally would know like not only the software I'm going to use, but the 52 other options and why. And I just finally stopped. And um, so I think that's such a gift. And, And when we can do that, when we travel, we can really get something out of it. If we just stop and just look at the beauty that's there instead of in our daily pace, we're like, always looking for the next thing, the thing that's bigger, the thing that's better, the thing that's harder, the thing that's anything more. And we are never just like in the space, noticing the crack on the sidewalk that's shaped like the moon or whatever it might be. And so travel can really give us that space to slow down
1: and reflect and connect. And yeah. I agree. You know, it's funny. I think um, I've been thinking a lot about how um, it's very common for travelers to say, well, I don't wanna go to this place if it's not the right season, right? Weather permitting, I'll go. And that always, um, that's never really resonated with me in, in my decision-making for travel, because um, I feel like you don't really know something. You don't really know a place unless you just see it as is. There's no such thing as, Perfection, right? We live in an imperfect world, and and why does the cloudy day have to be considered imperfect, right? Why can't it just be a different view, a different light? I'm personally a fan of going to destinations in their off season.
0: Big yeah. fan, yeah, yes, and some of the most amazing experiences have happened because of that. Um, I remember being in northern Thailand in monsoon season when a huge storm hit. And it was, we were at this huge parade and all of a sudden my girlfriend and I were sitting there and all these people were like kind of stomping around us. Like, what are are they stomping? Is this part of the parade? What are we doing? And then we noticed cockroaches (laughs) coming up in hordes as the rain started pouring down. And at first we were like terrified, right? That was our natural reaction. And then like, all the kids were splashing in the water, stomping, and everyone was like enjoying the rain and celebrating the rain. And all of a sudden the water kept rising and we're like, how are we going to get back to our hostel? And it's up to our knees and our flip-flops are floating away. And all of those things would have been something I would have tried to avoid intentionally, right? But in the moment, it's one of my favorite moments of the trip. And that happens over and over and over by being somewhere when we shouldn't be there. Like you, you have the whole restaurant to yourself, or you have the best guide because they're not as busy or, um, people just have more time to connect with you. And so I agree, like the beauty of that imperfect time is that it's really perfect. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So hopefully maybe we'll sway some people to be hitting everywhere on rainy season now.
1: (laughs) And what I will say, actually, if you want to think about it from a cost-effective perspective um, as somebody who worked in hotel sales for quite some time and then oversaw programs, uh, so I know pricing really well. And um, you're going to save money. And you're like, if you go in their off season, like they want you there. So then you're also going to save money. You're going to get more value because they just want people to be there. And they're so grateful that you're, you know, a part of it. I'll tell you that we went to Mexico um, in July and it was one of the best experiences we've had. Now we're traveling during um, the season and uh, th- it, was, it was safe. It was beautiful. We had amazing restaurant experiences we had private classes that were made available to us so we were doing yoga on the beach yoga in our suite um there was a moment of this huge downpour of rain right and all we did was like we took our books we went and sat like first we watched it for a little bit and you know what i said to my husband was the sky is opened up and it is just washing away what doesn't need to be here anymore and it's just, that's a beautiful thing, right? It's just a cleansing. And he was like, oh, that's so great. I hadn't thought about that. Read our books, went back out when we could. That was so great, that moment to read our books. Like, that's that's a beautiful thing. But anyway, at that point in time, really just extraordinary service levels, um, even more, I think, than, like you said, we would have had if it was busy. Yeah. And it it gives you sometimes the inclement weather or
0: whatever it gives you time to pause which i know again in the western culture we don't have as much time off so we often are trying to pack in everything and to actually have a whole day where you just sit still is sometimes the best thing that you will get out of a trip and um and, and it has to be given to you and then you have to receive it because we don't want to plan it into our schedule so yeah i think um yeah, I'm, I'm really longing for a rainstorm. I lived in Seattle for quite some time. So it actually makes me nostalgic. Like I love the rain. It doesn't really, that doesn't impact me, but I, I can definitely see where people are very strategic about wanting to go somewhere at the, the best season and the best time. And, um, I would love to, uh, to talk a little bit about, um, we kind of talked, you mentioned it briefly, but, how the ripple effect of wellness travel and doing the work inward becomes the work that ripples outward. And so how wellness travel really is impactful beyond the person having the initial experience.
1: Um, So it teaches that perspective, right? Because as you get to this point where you're healing yourself, you realize that what your reactions are you're more mindful of them right i'm feeling hurt over this but why am i feeling hurt okay so that's something that's an old story right that's something that i'm contributing to i don't need that it doesn't serve me anymore i need to let it go so as that process continues for yourself you start to see it in other places too you can listen to someone's commentary to you, the thing that maybe did hurt, and then say, okay, take a step back. Where is that coming from? If I can handle it on my own, then I have the space to give empathy for where it's coming from from that person and recognize intent, right? It it creates more of a, I would say a calm and a sense of care and love for the world around you um when it comes to your own you know health and being and and um the food that you're putting in your body and and you see all of these things that care is something that you can take home it's something that you can recognize it's something that you can support you know maybe you're more likely um to go to the farmer's market after having a wellness travel experience with farm to table food, everything grown on property um, or locally, um, local sustainable. Then you can contribute to your own economy that way. You can contribute to your own family that way, um, your friends, etc., cetera, and just teaching and educating and, and pouring out that energy.
0: But um, just it just made me think. Um, one of my reasons initially for why I might not take a trip that seems self-serving and as a wellness trip would be because it's just for me, right? And I don't want to be selfish because I'm the mother who has to like always be self-sacrificing, right? There's that narrative. And thinking about that, and how you just mentioned meditating too with your daughter, and how that does ripple out. Like we think we're taking ourselves away, and we're not living up to our obligations, and it does come back. Like when I, I went to um, Bali last year for two weeks, and when I came back and I shared about all the things, then my daughters were picking up on all of these subtle things that have now become a part of their life, and because I've traveled and picked up yoga and meditation. And it's so different when you see it in the culture where it was birthed, how much more relevant the practice becomes. And then when you share that, and then my daughters are, they're like, oh, that sounds like meditation music oh, I feel like I need to do this yoga pose, like it does start rippling, right? And they say it to their teachers and their friends and and it goes on and on and it adjusts how they know how to relate to the world. And so it's really important, I think, that we take those moments for ourselves and know that it really goes full circle. And when we can have a conversation or read the news, listen to the news and be able to be more balanced in how we receive it. Like it definitely ripples out. So for anyone who's listening, who thinks, oh, well, I couldn't ever give myself the gift of traveling this way. Like just know that you're giving that gift to yourself, but you're giving it to everyone you come into contact with after you have that experience.
1: I will tell you, and I can't agree with you more. Like that is 150% the way I feel. Um, the first time I did that for myself was that trip to Canyon ranch. I hadn't traveled on my own outside of business. Um, and then a trip that a friend had, had bought me, that was on an addition to a business trip. like tapped onto a business trip because if it wasn't a business trip, I wasn't going, um, and I made a commitment to myself. You know, I was like, this is the year I'm going to do this. Um, I'm, I put it on my list of things that I wanted to wanted to do before I died. That was actually the list. I was writing a list of 30 things I wanted to do before, or 50 things I wanted to do before I died. It's 30 from um, a Jack Canfield book, The Success Principles. And I wrote this out, and I was like, this is ridiculous. I work in travel. I can do this. I need to do this. And so, you know, I was talking to girlfriends, and I was trying to get people to go with me, and I set dates because, you know, you know, when you have a strategy, you have to set a date or it doesn't get accomplished. So I set dates um, and people, I was getting a lot of feedback and a lot of people that didn't want to go with me and, or couldn't go at this time or this or that. And I was like, I love y'all and I want to do something together, but I'm doing this for me no matter what. So if you want to come, great. And I committed to it and I did it. And it's, it's, I continue to make time for myself, knowing how powerful that was and how it, it changed everything uh, for from, from me, for my marriage, for my relationships with people. Um, it just, it enhanced my world.
0: I was just gonna say, um,
1: wouldn't you agree that it's n-
0: almost the commitment <laughs> itself that is as empowering as everything else that you learned because again so easy to take ourselves off the list and doing it and showing yourself that you stood up for yourself it really does just change and then you felt it and you're like oh i can do that and it doesn't maybe have to be a weekend away or a week away every time it could just be you know an hour before bedtime but it just makes it
1: so much more
0: Accessible.
1: Absolutely. I strongly believe you make time for the things that are important to you. So, shouldn't you be making time for yourself? Yeah. So,
0: it's, I mean, and that would be one of those things that we probably could talk about for hours, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it is interesting. And I, I mean, I struggle with it with myself often but i'm so much more aware of it and at least i can acknowledge the struggle and i don't necessarily feel like i'm letting myself down as much if i'm at least aware of the fact that i shifted something that i was giving myself for Mm -hmm. something else Uh, it doesn't feel as negative and as uncomfortable and as disappointing if i acknowledge it first um When I posted your post and that picture of you was so amazing, and it just was like travel is awakening. And I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was thinking, like, travel is awakening for ourselves, which we've talked about a little bit. Like, it just taps you into so many things, and it does. You start this process of becoming aware and awakening. But as an industry, like, travel is awakening right now like so many people i think are going to be craving and seeking this type of experience and i would just let you like to let you have a moment in that space of what you think that means and what that looks like and feels like for the future of travel
1: oh i have um hope for traveling with purpose uh traveling with care looking for ways to be more inclusive in our actions, our decisions, and our thoughts, having difficult conversations respectfully, and looking to travel to educate, cultivate care, and just impact positively. One thing that I recognized about our own travels during this time, and I noticed it with other, the places that we've been is the gratitude um, and from the the people that, that have worked with us and, and even you can experience it when you go to a local restaurant um, the support, the gratitude, the you're exchanging more than currency. you know you're you're exchanging this beautiful positive energy, this love and appreciation, um, this chance to, be served and, you know, for the person that is serving, a chance to feed their family. That's really amazing. I would love to see more mindfulness with our dollars, where they're going, what business they're um, impacting. And the thought of imperfection in travel, right? Not the obsession over, over perfection. It's really hard in the americas or in in the states to be specific i think like you said with our limited time off but if we get there you know when we when we change our mindset those 24 hours can be magical
0: oh, that paints such a beautiful picture of travel and that's how it is in my heart so thank you so much for putting words to an experience and that's what i that's what my heart of heart sees for travel and for what people are looking for in the future so thank you that was really beautiful i I think that. that beyond my fun little rapid fire questions i'm gonna let us just kind of like end on that beautiful beautiful note um if people are wanting to reach out to you to better understand the work that you do working with you to support their travel companies and their growth and reaching the people who are looking to travel,
1: how do they reach you? So, um, I'm everywhere. Uh, <laughs> you can literally Google Jackie Roby and find me, but, um, I am on Instagram at uh, inspired journey consulting. Um, my website is inspiredjourneyconsulting.com, So you can subscribe and um, I'll be able to connect with you from there. Um, LinkedIn, Facebook, etc. But all different modalities you'll be able to find me, as well as a participating Ally on the Ally on the Transformational Travel Council website.
0: Excellent. And I'll, I'll put a link to their information too, since we've mentioned and celebrated them so many times in this conversation, I want to make sure that people know how to find them as well. Um, so I added rapid fire questions to this season because I love listening to podcasts that have them at the end. And I think it's a fun way to like lighten it up and end on a great note. So I'm going to invite you into that. Um, the first question is what is your favorite book or movie that offers you a travel escape or
1: inspires you to take an adventure? that's a tough one. So I actually, I just watched something. So I don't, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the most recent, um, on Netflix. It's the story of, um, Nola I think homes and Holmes. homes. Um, and even though it was set, you know, <laughs> centuries before in London, um, and it doesn't look the same for me that brought up such a desire and a, um, Ache of missing London uh, and really prompted me to want to explore again. Yeah, cities are beautiful characters sometimes. Yes,
0: they are. Um, what is always in your suitcase? Stilettos.
1: Hairbrush and a toothbrush. They live in there. <laughs>
0: um, what is your favorite destination you've been to?
1: The place that I've been to that. So Jamaica has my heart um, for many personal reasons, but I went to to Cabo and that's a place that I wanna go back over and over again to explore. I think there's so much there um, when it comes to culture and history and art, and I'm a huge art lover. So um, I want to be able to go and probably rent a car and explore or I don't know take a guide <laughs> explore more places that fit with uh the depth of, of who we are but I really really loved it there
0: thank you and I'm sorry that's not a fair question it's like what is your favorite child it's a really hard
1: question to answer. <laughs> um where do you still long to visit? So many places. Um <laughs> Morocco Bali India um just Oh, India, (laughs) Um, uh, Kenya, Tanzania, um, Brazil, Chile, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Peru, like, I mean, I could just keep going. There's so much that I have yet to explore. And um, I just know that it's out there. I spent so much time traveling for business. Um, that I could tell you cities like (laughs) the back of my hand, but there's a lot that I long to do for myself.
0: Yeah, excellent. Well, I'm excited for that day to come for you. Um, What is something that you eat that immediately
1: connects you to a place that you've been? (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm going to say coconut milk um, and it connects me to the fresh coconut milk that I had and at the retreat Costa Rica in Athena's. And I think about that every time I sip it. Yeah. <laughs> I I just love
0: that food is this really strong connection to places. And sometimes we don't even realize it, but like we'll eat something and it will evoke a feeling and we're not even necessarily aware of where it's coming from. But, Absolutely. Um, who is one person that inspired or encouraged you to set out to explore the world?
1: My grandmother. Mm. You do a lot the grandma's on here. Yeah, she is sassy. Um, independent in a time that women weren't supposed to be independent. Um, she's traveled multiple countries in Europe in her 70s that I hadn't been to. Um, she talks about you know, we'll we'll drink a glass of sangria, and she'll go, "Oh, sangria in Spain was better." <laughs> was it Nan? Uh, <laughs> and she's she's taught me to see and travel and reach for everything.
0: I think that's important to have those people in our lives. Um, last one. If you could take an adventure with one person, fictional or real, alive or his past, who would
1: it be? Uh, Dolores Huerta. So she is an incredible feminist. Um, and I want to spend time seeing, you know, the world through her eyes and learning just how to be as extraordinary as she is and make the difference and impact that she has.
0: Thank you. I love that you spent so much time that those questions actually meant so much to you. That makes me so happy. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> This has been so wonderful. Um, I really appreciate the time that you spent with me today and sharing and helping people to better understand um, how wellness travel can serve them and others. And um, I'm just so happy that we, we, we were able to do this.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really grateful to be here. Thanks for taking time with me.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to Soul of Travel. I hope you enjoyed the journey. If this sounds like your community, welcome. I'm so happy to connect with you. You can find more about the ways you can be a part of the Soul of Travel and Lotus Sojourn community at www.lotussojourns.com. Here you can find out more about Soul of Travel and my guests. You can also find the Lotus Sojourns I Guide for Women, as well as my current book Sojourn, offering an opportunity to explore your heart, mind, and the world through the pages of books specially selected to create a unique journey. You can find me on Facebook at Lotus Sojourns and join our community, the Lotus Sojourns Collective, or follow me on Instagram, either at Lotus Sojourns or Soul of Travel Podcast. Join the Lotus Sojourns mailing list. I look forward to getting to know you and hopefully hear your story.